Hello everyone, welcome back from rest week. Hope you had a wonderful time uh, just enjoying God and enjoying God's gifts. We're gonna jump into Philippians 3, 1 through 7. And uh, you've looked at 1 through 11 in your churches and I hope and pray that you're just responding to the good news you unearthed as you discussed that. Uh, in the spirit. And I just wanted to bring uh, some good news that I saw for our community. And that is this, that the love of God is expanding in us to include every one, regardless of any externals. It is expanding in us to include every person, everywhere, regardless of externals. Uh, Paul leads us in chapter 3, verse 1, with an exhortation to rejoice, to celebrate. And this is the theme of Philippians. Celebrate, rejoice. The good news is Jesus is king, and he is his self-emptying love has changed the world and the way that it works fundamentally. And he then follows that up with a warning. It's like, rejoice, but watch out. Watch out for the dogs. Watch out for the evildoers. Watch out for those who mutilate the flesh. And he says, look, we are the true circumcision. We are the ones who worship by the Spirit of God. We are the ones who boast only in Jesus Christ and have no confidence in the flesh. So Paul is dealing with something here, and we're going to get to it. But let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story of mutilators of the flesh. Uh, in, in 1819, I believe, a soldier, a U.S. soldier, uh, with the last name of Pratt, started the first Indian boarding school. And he uh, was the first of many others, and the three major Christian denominations took his model commissioned by the government, and this is their model. Kill the Indian, save the man. They wanted to Christianize the Native American, who they viewed as savage and uncivilized, and they wanted to civilize and Christianize them. And so what that meant was to cut their hair, to forbid them from speaking their native tongue and only speaking English. It meant to dress as Westerners dressed and to disavow anything really of cultural value of their native ways. They dealt with externals. They cut their hair because their idea, they were mutilators of the flesh. Dogs, evildoers. Because their idea of faithfulness was all wrapped up in external identity. And this is what Paul is dealing with here. It are people that are coming in and saying, look, it's all about the Mosaic law. It's all about being ethnically Jewish. And so if anyone from the outside is to come in, they need to be Jewish. They need to be circumcised, literally to cut their flesh. They need to bear the marks of the law. 
And Paul says, no way. Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. He's like, if you want to be Jewish, then follow Jesus because Jesus is the Jewish Messiah. And what Jesus has done is as the Jewish Messiah, he has expanded all the blessings promised to Israel to every tribe, tongue, and nation so that no longer are we marked by our ethnic identity, but we are marked by the identity of Jesus, his life, his death, his resurrection. So Paul says, look, if we want to talk about who are the people of God, the people of God are those who are identified and marked and shaped by the way, the life, and the work of Jesus Christ, not by anything external. So look, friends, this is what's beautiful about this. As we worship Jesus more and more exclusively, as we become more and more focused on the way, the truth, and the life, the bread of life, the source of living water, as we become more and more exclusive and focused on the person of Jesus in our worship, this expands our ability to include people, every person from everywhere, regardless of externals. As we love Jesus more faithfully, our love expands and our capacity to love others grows. This is the beauty that every tribe, tongue, and nation can worship Jesus with all that they are, their cultural dress, their food preparation, their values and mores in most cases can be submitted to and transformed and lived in the way of Jesus. And so we need to surrender our uh, tendency to make our expression, our cultural expressions and ways of worshiping Jesus as prescriptions and ways that um, mark and are imposed on other people. Uh, there's a beautiful story uh, of Gregory, Father Gregory Boyle, a Jesuit priest who has devoted his life to inner city LA. And he talks about early in his ministry, his church building was just open to people experiencing homelessness, people trapped in addiction, people living all kinds of life styles and uh, struggling in all kinds of ways. And this guy shows up who grew up in the community years before and he said, looking around at what happened just kind of with this look of disgust and confusion on his face seeing who was around he's like you know what father this used to be a church and father Boyle smiled and looked at him and he said you know what some people say it's finally a church see the love of God revealed in Jesus, is expanding our ability to love every person from everywhere, regardless of externals. Our pursuit is a pursuit of Jesus. 
what marks us and identifies us is our devotion to Jesus.